The Mediterranean is a huge sea with lots of scenery. You know, and I've seen lots of it. But I'll tell you, the most scenic stretch of the Mediterranean has got to be the Amalfi Coast. And we're going to talk about the Amalfi Coast right now. It's about three or four hours south of Rome. It's about one hour south of Naples. And from the Amalfi Coast, you've got a world of memories and taste treats and and visual thrills. We're joined by two friends of mine who live in that area, and they are local guides, Aldo Valerio and Anne Long. Aldo and Anne, thanks for joining us. Ciao, Rick. Grazie. Now, Anne, you're from, you don't sound very Italian, but you are from the Amalfi area. I am from the Amalfi area. I'm from originally outside of Chicago, but I've been 33 years living up above Sorrento, halfway between Sorrento and Positano on the Amalfi coast. So you're at the high point, the kickoff ground. That's it. And sprawling before you is this incredible coastline. Have the Bay of Salerno stretched out in front of me. Beautiful views, absolutely spectacular. Capri in the distance. Well, uh, (laughs) Capri in the distance at sunset and uh, the Amalfi coast off in the sunrise. And Aldo, what's your connection with the Amalfi Coast? I'm a real Neapolitan who actually based in Sicily for the last 14 years, but my family is still living in Amalfi. Amalfi? What part of Amalfi? Yeah, very close to Positano. Now, Positano is like the the jet set, the Hollywood, the movie star place. Normally, I try to stay away from Tormelinos and, uh, you know, the uh, the very fancy, ritzy places uh, and the French Riviera and so on. And Positano is a ritzy, fancy place, but it has a special charm. It has, it has a special charm. I mean, everyone knows Positano because it's very fashionable. It's very upmarket, especially during the, the high season from May until the end of September. But then it's great to go there as well after September because you can discover the real Positano. All the whitewashed houses, the, the tiny streets, the people still wearing the, the black clothes like in the past. So if you have the chance during the rice season, you can discover the real flavor of a place which seems... Despite uh, modern times and everything, the time has stopped for Positano. So let me put the context here geographically so our travelers can splice this into their itineraries. When you go to Italy, you're going to go to Rome. Three Mm -hmm. hours, maybe two hours south of Rome now is Naples. Yes. Naples is like the urban jungle. It's the crazy city that you got to see. It's so representative of the energy of Italy, classic Italy. And then from Naples, I wouldn't want to stay there if I was on my first trip. I would go farther south to Sorrento. Yes. That's one hour south of Naples, and that's the jumping-off point for this dramatic Amalfi Coast. Yeah. And there are several little towns along the Amalfi Coast that you can use as your headquarters if you want to settle in. From there, you can side-trip to the Greek uh, temple at Paestum. You can take a boat out to Capri, the romantic escape. Ever since Roman Emperor's time, that's been a vacation destination. And, of course, you got Vesuvius and Pompeii. But when we think about the Amalfi Drive, I have never seen anything so treacherous. And you've got cantilevered houses hanging on cliffs. You've got little villages way up on edges and then a long switch back down to the coastline where the tiny little beaches are bullied in between big rocks. Tell us about just the dramatic It's the engineering feat. Yeah. You know, the Italians, they look like they're so simple-minded and things, and yet they've built these things right into the rocks, and we've had earthquakes, and we've had storms and things, and nothing ever comes down. And it's not just tourists that enjoy this. I mean... Uh, the locals are well, thrilled to Back death in with ancient it. Roman times, the emperor, who was he, went out into Capri? Ti- Tiberius, Tiberius went to... Tiberius, that was his Augustus vacation destination. Was there as well. There you go. And we've had all the beautiful, wonderful writers down the Amalfi Coast, like D.H. Lawrence and the, John Steinbeck. The and, English packed the place. And when we want to make a town for a headquarters, you've got Positano. Yeah, we got Positano. Then he comes all the tiny, beautiful villages that we got Amalfi. at Traiano Amalfi, which is very popular. It goes back to uh, the Maritime Republic. 
This is Travel with Rick Steves. We're speaking with two friends and fellow tour guides who fall in love with this area, Aldo Valerio and Anne Long. Our phone number is 877-333-7425. And Queenie's on the phone from Macon in Georgia. Oh, thank you for having me. I just was really excited about the number of times we have been on the Amalfi Coast, and one of my favorite things to do is the sea to bus ride from Sorrento down to Amalfi. If you're on the right side of the bus at the window, it's it's just the ride of a lifetime. It's just wonderful. Now, when you say CETA, that's S-I-T-A, which is the local bus company, the the public bus company. There's there's two different bus companies, I believe. So, Aldo, would, would CETA be the, the line you would take? Or? Yeah, this is the, definitely the line I would take uh, to really discover the beauties of the Amalfi Coast. Now, so, and, well and, done. And Queenie, you picked that up at the train station in Sorrento? You can, you know, in almost any town, you can go into a tobacco store and buy a bus ticket. Okay. And you get guests coming to visit you there. You're just up the hill from the... That's right. And the the bus makes lots of stops, and it's very inexpensive. That's why. But she's right about being on the right-hand side. If you're on the (laughs) left-hand side, you're done for, because they put as many people on as they can, and they're standing in the aisle as well. So when you're traveling south on the Amalfi, you want to be on the right-hand side, side. so you can just have that breathtaking scenery. Queenie, what was one of the highlights for you visually of actually driving down the Amalfi Coast? They were just innumerable, but I I really think the way the drivers handle the buses is just incredible. I mean, they, you know, they kind of fly and then they kind of, you know, kind of <laughs> slow up. They know they know the coast up and down. It's just it's amazing to be on a bus with them. You have to trust them because if if you get thinking about it too much, you can just picture that bus tumbling all the way down the cliff into the sea. And believe me, when you're sitting on the right side, you can feel that too. Now, Queenie, a lot of us know about Positano and we know about Amalfi. Uh, what town would you recommend that we pay attention? to while we're exploring the Amalfi? I, I love Priano. That's where we've stayed with my family, and it's, you know, it's not too Thank busy. You, it's Queenie. not too crowded. So what, what did you like about Priano? <laughs> it's not busy. It's not crowded. And it's very close to Positano, and it's right centrally located. You can get anywhere. Now, it's a long, skinny town, sort of uh, straddling the, the road, isn't it? It is, and it's great for walking up and down the hill. It's, it's just uh, so an you, easy you, town you, to get around in. Did you go down to the actual uh, coastline? We have some 400 and some steps or whatever. It's, it's, it's a lengthy walk. Aldo can hardly contain himself here because that's where your family is from, <laughs> Yeah, Queenie, that's where I come from. That's where my family is still living. But we love it. I agree with you. And it's always a pleasure for me to spend the summertime over there. Did you see the small piazza, the small square? And it gets so packed with locals in the evening. And you said about the drivers. Just to let you know, all Neapolitan drivers, they get a driver license after 24 hours distance learning course. <laughs> so oh definitely, <laughs> they know how to t- handle with the roads. So they, they did a driver's course after 24 no, hours? No, no, no. This You're is just, the way we are. Oh, this is the way good. we love driving in southern Italy. Uh, Aldo has a nickname for the Amalfi Coast. What do you call yeah, it? Yeah, Mamma Mia Road. I don't know if you agree <laughs> with me, but I, I don't know if you're scared of the heights, but I don't know if you said, Mamma Mia! <laughs> Free curve. By the way, Queenie, when you were in Priano, what I was struck with Priano was the very colorful dome on the church. Do you remember that? And, and the uh, tiles everywhere. Oh, That's my gosh. It. Hey, uh, Aldo, explain this uh, Moyolica. See, it's a magnolia. It's really an important characteristic of the Baroque architecture that we have in southern Italy. And it's actually uh, tiles, is ceramic, but it's done so beautifully, so colorfully, that this is the first thing you can see as soon as you come into a place like Praiano and you admire a church. So it's really an important characteristic of the masterpiece of Neapolitan. So I'm very pleased that you enjoy. You can appreciate that Maiolico all along that area. And while we're talking about that, I went out to Capri. And you can go out. Queenie, did you go to Capri? 
Yes, we did. The the famous island that's been the resort for 2,000 years now almost. You go out there and there's a, a church that has this wonderful inlaid floor and you, you get distracted from the beautiful tiled dome, but step into that church and you have this beautiful floor. And do you know the church I'm right, talking about? Right, it's called the uh, Chiesa San Michele. It's the right. St. Michael's Church, and it's up in Anacapri, easy walking distance from the Piazzetta. And it is, it's I think from the 1700s, beautiful, that shows the uh, Garden of Eden. Oh, and all these animals all are, the, pers- animals. The, the animals have uh, human expressions that's on right. their faces. And then you can get up into the choir loft to look down on the floor. It's, so, it's so that's beautiful. the highlight of Capri. Also, when you go to Capri, it's fascinating. We've got so much um, progress in our country in the last few years in gay rights. And we have to remember, back in the 19th century, you could be tossed in jail or even executed if you were uh, in the wrong place at the wrong time as a gay person. And a lot of Europe's uh, cultural and artistic elite gay artists would gather in Capri in the 19th century and they could live freely there. Is that, am I understanding they, that correctly? Yeah, they, they, yeah they, they actually were living freely over there and then... Uh, what it was, was the, an accepted mm, way yeah. of life for the people on, on the island that we had famous people like Alfred Krupp, the German uh, armament. He was gay uh-huh. and so he was able to live there with no hassle. Queenie, any other tips from your experience on the Amalfi? I love to go down to Pestum. I think that was a, it was a wonderful trip. It was very easy to get to. And Pestum would be the, you know, for me, you could make the case that it's the most amazing ancient Greek temple you could see outside of Athens, and it happens to be in Italy, just south of the Amalfi Coast in Pestum. Queenie, thanks for your call. Well, thank you for having me. Ciao, Queenie. Bye. Ciao. Bye. Anne Long is another one of those expats who's been living in Italy for a generation now. She lives between Sorrento and Positano with a stunning nightly view of the sunset on the Mediterranean. And Aldo Valerio comes from near Positano, where his family settled. They're tour guide experts to the Amalfi Coast region of Italy, and they're taking your calls at 877-333-7425. And Kathy's on the line in Denver, Colorado. Kathy, thanks for your call. It's a pleasure to talk to you. Great. Do you have a comment about the Amalfi Coast with Aldo and Anne? Well, I've uh, always wanted to drive the Amalfi Coast. We've been to Italy probably six or seven times, and my husband loves to drive those Italian roads, but he's 75 years old now, and and he still loves to drive. And so my question was, uh, is that for those of us who live in Colorado and also drive Colorado twisty roads, is Mm -hmm. that a real danger for us, or is that something he might be able to do? You know, Kathy, you could certainly drive it if you're a good driver here, but do you want to drive it? That's the question. And, and I would say, if you're in Sorrento, which is the main town where most of the tourists use as a springboard for exploring the Malfi, which goes along the coastline to the south, it's the one place in Europe where I recommend splurging for a private taxi with an English-speaking driver who can be your driver He can help you park, he can be your guide, and he can pick you up when you need to go. And then you just plan out the day with him, and it's a reasonable price when you consider how much more you'll get out of your time. You won't be buying other transportation, and you have a guide as well. And then he will drive you to the bottom of Positano, or as low as you can get with a car, and he'll arrange to pick you up. Otherwise, you'd have to walk a lot, and you can't walk anywhere in Positano without going uphill and downhill. And then he'll drive you to Amalfi, and there's no parking in Amalfi, that's for sure. So he'll drop you off right in the center of this beautiful little town, and then you can arrange to be picked up in two hours, and uh, you don't have to bother with the parking. If you're an American tourist in a hot, crowded day, trying to find a place to park your car in Amalfi, 
Aldo, is that a good, uh, is that a recipe for disaster? <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> but it's very difficult. I agree with you, Rick, especially in the summertime of from May until the end of September, finding a parking space is just impossible. Yeah. And, and, and then what you're going to spend for the parking and whoever is driving the car on the Amalfi Drive cannot look and enjoy the sights. Yeah, that's impossible. a good point. Impossible. And impossible. the taxi driver from Sorrento, he's done it a million times. That's right. And he's, he's watching yeah. the road. You look at the scene. Plus, he knows where to stop to try those. I mean, I remember stopping at that fruit stand with those incredible lemons. Yeah. All different kinds of lemons. Lemons as big as a cantaloupe. Right. Oh. That's right. And the hot Gorgeous. chili hot peppers uh, hanging. Oh, I love that Gorgeous. Place. All right. Does that give you some ideas, Kathy? From my point of view, it sounds like a great idea. I will have to convince him that he doesn't need to actually be yeah, behind don't, the wheel. Don't no. be a hero. Don't be a hero, <laughs> Mr. Husband. Uh, also, by the way, many, many cruise ships stop in Naples, and there's a lot of cabbies and minibuses there. And I found they had very good regulated prices, and they can zip you down to the Amalfi yeah. Coast when you have your day at shore from Naples. All right, Kathy, thanks for your call. Thanks so much. Ciao, Kathy. Ciao. Bye. Ciao. And Joyce is on the phone in Bellevue, Washington. Hi, Joyce. Hi, Rick. Thank you for uh, taking my call. Well, we went to Italy last year for the first time. Um, we love Amalfi Coast, and the view is stunning, and the locals are friendly. But unfortunately, we were only able to spend a couple of days there, and so we want to go back for a longer stay, especially after listening to your conversations earlier. Oh, I missed the place. So I wonder, some, what are some of the challenges to live there long-term as a foreigner? I was wondering yeah. the same thing. We have Anne here, who's lived there for over 30 years, and now Anne considers herself a, a local. And what are the challenges? What's the upside and the downside of moving in? Well, you know, it's always been the idea, you know, if, you, if you've got a spirit of adventure to settle into a foreign culture and try to learn of the language. Of course, it's much harder these days than it was 30 years ago because 30 years ago, no one spoke English. Now you've got uh, satellite TV and you've got Skype and you've got your computer with, to read newspapers and things. You really have to force yourself, but learn the language. Get out and mix with the locals. Mm -hmm. Learn how to cook. Uh, learn how to what they do on their holidays, because if you spend any time there, you get to see more of the country than if you're just there for two days, four days. Uh, there's so many things going on, Christmas time, Easter time, middle of the summer. You lived in Chicago before? I have. And then 30 years in Italy now, and you haven't picked up an accent, but you move your hands like an Italian <laughs> when you talk. <laughs> I'm going to sit on them now. <laughs> now, uh, and one great thing about the area, uh, Sorrento and the Amalfi, is there's quite an expat community. There's a, a lot yeah. of There's a lot people. of mainly northern Europeans, a lot of British and Scandinavians, et cetera. There not many Americans make it that far south to no, my you, area. You'd have, if you're an uh, English speaker, you'd have plenty of people to talk oh, with. Oh, there's plenty oh, of people. Yeah. And uh, they have little get-togethers in the main square for coffee, et cetera, so that you can catch up on what's going on. Joyce, there's an adventure for you. Oh, it sounds like it. Yeah. 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 There's no downside uh, uh, unless you're going to live 33 years. No, no. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now, you know, you get a lot of tourists coming in. A lot of English people come down. Uh, Aldo, what is the season for the English people coming in? Well, the season, they, they come from April until the end of October. So now this is odd yeah. to me. And, I mean, in, in the United States, we have snowbirds that will go from, you know, yeah. the north, the sure. rainy north down to the south in the winter to get a little bit of uh, decent weather in the winter. Right. But you're talking about the English people going down there in the hot summer. Doesn't it get awfully hot in the summer? It does get very hot, and that's exactly what they want. To come down to Sorrento in the winter, we have 60-degree uh, weather. It's not 90. They're in, looking in for the 90. 
Well, they wouldn't come down in the winter because it's not hot enough for them. See, to me, the winter in Amalfi would be wonderful because I like crisp, blue, peaceful in the 60s. But you're saying these these English... No, they want to bake. Not only do they want to experience the culture and stuff, they want to go back with the suntan. Oh, the suntan. And also because during the fall, there's not really too many travelers. So you can visit the archaeological sites without so much crowd. So that would be, in my opinion, the best. Two different experiences. Oh, definitely. Joyce, thanks for your call. Oh, you're welcome. Ciao, Joyce. See you in Italy. Ciao. Ciao. I'm Rick Steves. This is Travel with Rick Steves. We've been fantasizing about the Amalfi Coast, and a lot of people are actually going to turn that travel dream into reality. What a beautiful place to go, and we've been helped along by Anne Long and Aldo Valerio. Anne and Aldo, let's finish it off with one last little tip. Anne, tell us uh, just some way to get an extra insight to appreciate your homeland now. Well, Positano, again, is what is attracting so many people. I think Positano has advertised themselves very well with the Americans that they all know about Positano. And my favorite quote comes from John Steinbeck, the writer, who, when he was in Positano for about a month, he wrote that in Positano, when you go to visit somebody, you can't walk to visit them. You either have to climb or slide. And that's what it's like, because it's up and down. It is so true. There's You can only go up or down, and it's worth the trouble. Right. Aldo, it's a magic hour in the early evening, and we're on the beach in Positano. There is, yeah, there is. Positano is very romantic, especially in the evening. But there is a place, it's the main beach in Positano. It becomes so beautifully during the evening. And this is what I usually do. And Saturday night, Sunday night, I just have a passeggiata, a stroll, and then I like enjoying the beauties of the surrounding area, having a glass of wine, and then watching the world goes by. This is, in my opinion, the best way to enjoy or to finish your holiday in Positano. So the beach is sort of like a piazza. In oh, the yeah, it's like a piazza. It becomes Everybody's like a piazza. Everyone beach. is on the beach, and the restaurants on the beach. And, and stress uh, and worries are not allowed. No, no, not allowed at all, definitely. Give me a nice word in Italian, a phrase in Italian to capture that moment. Well, um, Positano è l'amore e il paradiso. Oh, that in... means Positano is love and it's a paradise for you. Positano è amore e paradiso. paradiso. Sì. Mille grazie. Grazie and, a te. And Aldo, buon viaggio. Grazie. Arrivederci. Sì, buon viaggio. Each year, Rick Steves tour guides take free-spirited travelers on escorted tours through Italy and beyond, one small group at a time. This year, we're featuring tours of Venice, Florence and Rome, the heart of Italy, Village Italy, South Italy and Sicily. For a free catalog and Rick's Tour Experience DVD, visit the tour pages at ricksteves.com.